Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up? Hope everybody is doing great and fantastic. Dean Kula, we were here. Thanks so much for tuning in and hope you're having a fantastic week. Every Wednesday, mark your calendars, folks. Every Wednesday is 11 a.m. Eastern time zone. I'm right here on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, where else? Um, I think those are the major ones. YouTube. I think I mentioned YouTube. But yeah, I'm, I'm here for today's a, an, an Ask Me Anything AMA related feel free to drum in um and of course introduce you what city you represent your field your profession all that stuff and take advantage of this uh, opportunity to also network with each other as well right so feel free to drop in the comments your introductions as well as any questions you have for your job search right maybe you're going through some job search problems right now maybe you're applying for jobs you're not getting responses Maybe you're not sure what industries are hiring right now. Maybe you're not sure how to work with recruiters. Maybe you're, you've got uh, uh, questions about resumes, cover letters. Uh, what else? Interview tips, phone interview tips, video interview tips, uh, salary, salary negotiation tips, whatever it is, folks. Anything goes, feel free to put it in the comments. I'm happy to answer for uh, any questions you have, all right? Uh, those of you tuning in for the first time, appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you hit me up with a like. And uh, definitely make sure you reshare this with your network, folks, in case anyone in your network might benefit from this session. All right. We got my friend Loveland in the house. Uh, Loveland is in the house from YouTube. Good to have you here, Loveland. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm doing great. And I uh, hope you're doing great as well, Loveland. And I uh, hope you get a lot of great information about uh, from joining this session that you can apply to your job search. So if you have any questions, my friend, feel free to put it in the comments. All right. Any questions you have regarding your job search. Now, for those of you tuning in, watching the replay appreciate you tuning in and, and watching the replay uh let me just i just wanted to give you folks a heads up on on uh, a couple of things going on well one thing in particular going on which is uh the to tech career fair which is taking place this thursday i've been invited as a speaker so you might want to check me out hold on i'm just looking for the the graphic here okay there you go here you go uh so i'm going to be presenting this thursday it's going to be at thursday at 2 50 p.m eastern time zone that's 2 yeah, don't ask me why it's at 2.50. Uh, specifically, that is the time slot I've got. But I'm going to be talking about the post-pandemic resignation boom, all right? I've, I've been hearing this buzz going around, around on LinkedIn about a post-pandemic uh, boom, uh, which is basically like a whole bunch of people are going to be apparently, apparently, all right, apparently a whole bunch of people are going to be resigning from companies um, over the next couple of months. So I'm going to be talking about that and how you as a job seeker can prepare yourself for that because obviously that will be a great opportunity for many job seekers out there as many companies scramble to kind of fill in those gaps from, uh, you know, their employees that are leaving their, the, the companies and all that. So anyway, I'm going to be speaking about that, sharing my insights on that. That's going to be on Thursday. Again, my session is going to be at 2.50 p.m., but there's a lot of other great speakers as well. So uh, make sure you sign up for uh, the event and uh, you can sign up, you can register and sign up at the TO Tech Career Fair website. All right. So that's going to be at totechcareerfair.com. Again, totechcareerfair.com, totechcareerfair.com. You can register for the event over there. I'm I'm not sure if it's uh, what the admission rates are and all that stuff, but I'm pretty sure like usually they, they provide it at a very reasonable um, registration rate. So just check it out, folks, totechcareerfair.com. And uh, hey, make sure you jo join in for my session. I'm going to be sharing, sharing with you some tips on how you could take advantage of this supposed post-pandemic boom, right? So let's see here. Um, uh, so again, folks, feel free to introduce yourself in the comments and put any questions you have. We got Amit in the house. Amit says, uh, hey, hey, Dean, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great, Amit. Good to see you here. Hope you're doing fantastic. And uh, again, uh, feel free to put your questions in the comments as well. All right. So let's see here. So we got a question, I believe, from um, uh, Lovelin here. So yeah, folks, those of you tuning in just now, uh, feel free to put any questions you have, anything job search related, that you, any questions you have regarding your own struggles in the job search, you want to hear my, my perspective, my tips, my advice, my strategies from the perspective of a recruiter, feel free to drop it in the comments, folks. Anything goes, right? All right, so let, let's get to Loveland's question here, right? So Loveland says, I'm IT networking graduate in 2018, and I'm not getting that much interview calls, even though I tailor my resume and cover letter according to the job description. What can I do to improve my chances? So lovely. I'm um, I'm not sure if you've done this on your resume. Now I'm I'm assuming you're a new you're a fresh new graduate. Now I don't know if you have any previous work experience, Lovelyn. If you don't, you want to make sure you leverage your academic projects. Right now, a mistake I see so many new graduates do is they don't talk about their their academic experience, right? Because a lot of you new grads think that hey, uh, you know, academic experience doesn't count. Uh, I'm a new graduate, you know, I'm, I have, I've been working at some part-time jobs. I can only put my professional like paid work experience. That's not the case, folks. Look, if you're a new graduate, you're, you're fresh out of school. Maybe you don't have work experience related to the field you want to get into, right? And so many of you new graduates out there are in, the, are in that situation. You have to leverage your academic experience, right? The projects you've been working on at school, right? Uh, now you definitely want to, sorry, excuse me. You definitely want to pick out those projects that you did in school that are relevant to the position you're applying for, right? So if you're applying for a software development uh, position, you might it, it might not make sense for you to list all of your your infrastructure or or, or IT. Uh, I don't know, whatever, some something that's not related to software development on your resume. In your case, uh, Loveland, you want to highlight all of your standout networking projects, IT networking projects on your resume if you haven't done so already. That's also going to uh, make your your resume more keyword rich as well, right? Because as you're describing your projects on your resume. You're going to be describing probably certain technologies, tools, uh, environments, frameworks, and a whole bunch of stuff that you that you you used and utilized for those projects that you you want to show on your resume, right? Uh, so that that would be my piece of advice there, Lovelyn. And now the other thing is, uh, Lovelyn, do not solely depend on applying for jobs and waiting for a response. You need to take make direct contact. So what I want you to do is start identifying senior level decision makers, hiring managers at organizations you want to work for, and you want to get in direct contact with them. You can do this through direct messaging on LinkedIn. If you can find out their email address, you can you can send them a direct email. Uh, hey, some people out there, they're brave enough to pick up the phone, call call the individual and introduce themselves that way as well, right? But the point here, Lovelyn, uh, so two pieces of advice for you, right? Number one is leverage your academic projects. They'll still count. You want to show them, especially because you're a new graduate. And you want to show that you have you have knowledge in the area that you're trying to get into. And tip number two is do not solely depend on just applying, hitting submit or apply and waiting for a response. That, that's passive, right? I don't want you to be passive, love, and I want you to be proactive, right? So see how you can network in your industry, make yourself known, get in contact with senior level decision makers, hiring managers, people who make the actual hiring decisions and get in front of them, make a great impression on them and see if they might want to consider you for their company. All right. So make sure you do that, my friend. Hope that helps and keep pushing through. All right. So we got a question from Amit. Amit says, Amit uh, says, how do you see post pandemic opportunities? Uh, so I'm not sure what you mean by how do I see them? Um, I guess what you mean, Amit, is I probably you're probably asking, like, do I see that there are post pandemic opportunities? And if that's your question, Absolutely, 100%. There's, there's a whole bunch of opportunities out there, Amit, right? Uh, everyone's focused on the companies that got shut down and the industries that are not doing well. But there's a whole bunch of industries, folks, that are doing really, really well. So so you, Amit, what you got to do at your end is uh, 
you got to do some research, right? So don't just, um, you know, look at, look at the negative side of things. There's a lot of positive going on. There's a lot of action going on in the marketplace, right? But you got to look for companies that are in industries that are really hot right now, that are doing really well right now. Uh, so I'm assuming, I believe you're in IT, Amit. So you got to look at, you know, these sectors in IT within tech itself that are doing really so well, right? Cybersecurity, cloud, digital transformation, comp uh, you know, companies focused on, on, on handling digital transformation projects. Uh, there's just a whole, I mean, tech has, I would say tech is one of those industries that, that has just really flourished during the pandemic. That, 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 that would definitely be the case. Now, obviously not in all areas and definitely not at all companies and definitely not in all industries, right? A lot of industries uh, have, have been kind of going up and down right now and, and being severely affected by the pandemic. But then there's other industries doing well and that they're actually benefiting, right? So you got to take a look at uh, what industries are doing well, what demands are there for, for those industries, for those companies in those industries and all that stuff. Those are the ones you want to spend the majority of your time uh, getting yourself in front of uh, Amit, right? So hope that helps and uh, hope that, uh, you know, you're, you're pushing to in your job search, right? So uh, Loveland says, uh, I don't have any bachelor that bachelor degree. I just have a diploma. All right. So Loveland, first of all, you got to change your language, my friend. All right. Uh, by you saying I just have a diploma, it's almost like you're you're degrading your diploma. That's not that's not the right attitude, folks. All right. Loveland, just because you do not have a degree does not make you less valuable than someone with a diploma. Right. Uh, the fact is, uh, you, you have um, obviously invested in yourself, invested in your education uh i'm not sure what your diploma i think you said it was it was it networking loveland so obviously you've done probably done uh you know it's a very focused diploma from the sounds of it uh probably done a whole bunch of it networking re related projects so don't let that get to you just because you have you don't have a bachelor's degree don't don't uh, undervalue yourself uh don't say i just have a diploma be proud of it right it's an achievement it's an accomplishment uh what you want to focus on loveland is what you did on the diploma right what again it goes back to what i said before uh, highlight your projects, right? Identify those projects, the, the IT networking projects that you can leverage that are really going to get the attention of the hiring manager, the recruiter, et cetera, et cetera. You got to highlight that stuff. So again, uh, Loveland, what I want you to work on is positive attitude, my friend. All right. Just because you don't have a degree, don't think, don't feel down and, and don't, don't say I just have a diploma. Own it. You know, be proud of it. It's an accomplishment. You're going to be, I think you said you're going to be graduating uh, or you already graduated in 2018. So own it, own your experience, right? And then you want to talk about it, leverage it, and highlight those relevant aspects for the employers and the recruiters out there, right? So so hope that helps, uh, Loveland. Uh, Loveland says, okay, thank you. Yeah, no worries, Loveland. Uh, Loveland says, what is the best way to find the hiring decision makers in a particular company? So I'm not sure if you're on LinkedIn, Loveland, but that is the best way because because most employees at, at most companies are going are gonna to have LinkedIn profiles. They've got, they've got their LinkedIn profiles set up. And it's just the best way. It's almost like having a free online directory of, of, of employees at these companies. So what you want to do, Loveland, if you haven't, if you don't have one already, open up a LinkedIn profile, identify those companies you want to work with, go to the employees list for the companies, and it lists all pretty much all the employees there. You might want to filter it to your to your city, where, wherever your city is, and all the decision makers are going to be listed right out there. So it's just a matter of you uh, sending them a connection request and writing them a, a message introducing yourself uh, so you can get yourself in front of them, right? Uh, if you want more help with that, Loveland, I do have a course, uh, a digital course that I that I do sell where I teach people how to structure effective direct messages and also how to follow up as well. If you want more information about that, check out my website, dkglobaltalent.com, dkglobaltalent.com, um, dkglobaltalent.com. All the information is there. You can actually sign up for my free masterclass as well, Loveland. 
where I show you why so many people are not getting responses to their job applications and the three steps that you gotta gotta take when you're looking for work, all right? And, and I'll give you folks the, the, the breakdown right now, what those three steps are. Step number one is you gotta identify the opportunities out there, right? Whether it's public job postings or, or accessing the hidden job market, because there are not all opportunities are publicly advertised. And step number two is make direct contact through direct messaging. One of the most effective methods of getting yourself in front of the people that make decisions. And step number three is follow-up. You do, you do not wanna depend on one point of contact. You want to utilize follow-up, right? Frequent contact, frequent, consistent communication where you're adding value. You're not being a pest. You're presenting yourself and positioning yourself as someone of value, of potential value to the organization. So uh, if you want more information about that, those programs and any, any of my programs, um, uh, Loveland, feel free to check check out my website, all right? DKGlobalTalent.com. Hope that helps. Uh, we got Samantha in the house. Hey, good to see my friend Samantha Glover in the house. Good morning. Hey, I uh, uh, appreciate you tuning in, Samantha. Folks, if you if you have an interest in data um, data analytics and, and specifically data driven marketing, uh, Samantha, yeah, I got I got to get used to this pointing thing, but yeah, Samantha is the person to follow. All right, she puts so much great great content and information about uh, data driven marketing. I learned so much because I have like I don't know anything about data analytics and data driven marketing and all that stuff, but she puts um, some some great information out there that's so easy to understand because she, she uses some great examples and analogies and stuff like that. So make sure you follow Samantha, folks, all right? She's, she's got some great content. Uh, good to have you here, Samantha. appreciate you commenting. Uh, we got my friend Sneha in the house. Hey, Sneha, always good to see you here. Good morning to you as well. Uh, we got someone from Facebook says hi, hi back, whoever that is. appreciate you tuning in. So we got Gaurav in the house. Hey, Gaurav, good to see you here. Gaurav says, uh, hi, Dean, is it right to mention projects you worked on the resume as sometimes mentioning same technologies makes it duplicates and makes it lengthy? Yeah, so that's a good point, Gaurav, right? Now, now, folks, what Gaurav is basically saying is, look, Dean, what if I have multiple projects that are kind of similar to each other? Should I mention each and every one of those projects? So the answer to this, Gaurav, is it depends on the opportunity, right? Like if, if uh, for example, let's say a company is looking for uh, someone who has worked with specific technologies, right? Actual, you know, IT, let's say pro programming languages and stuff like that. So in that case, Gaurav, I would say, yeah, you might not want to list each and every one of your projects where you use JavaScript and, and Angular and whatever languages you're using because it's kind of redundant, right, what you're saying. But but here's the thing. Let's say the company, the organization, they want a developer who has specifically worked in the construction industry, working for software and construction industry. In that case, if you have multiple construction, uh, you know, software, construction software related projects under your belt, you might want to mention those, even though it might seem a little redundant, only because you want to show them you have strong experience working on, on, on software dev projects in the construction industry, you know, developing, uh, I don't know, whatever, construction software, et cetera, et cetera, that stuff. So in that scenario, because they want to see how strong your industry experience is in, 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 that, in those types of projects, that would be a scenario where I would actually advise, Gaurav, it might make sense to even actually mention a couple of those projects you did in the construction industry, even though it might seem redundant, because again, we want to show them expertise. We want to show them that that you have done several projects in this in this domain or in this industry. So again, Gaurav, you know, long long story short, basically, depends on the opportunity, right? Uh, and you know, I gave you an example here, so you kind of got to practice your own judgment. But yeah, there are some situations where you might want might not want to uh, mention each and every one each and every one of your projects because it's kind of redundant, right? Uh, now, that being said, one more thing I wanted to add, folks, all right? Now, now if you're taking notes, you definitely want to write this down. Some ATS systems out there, they they will, um, what's the word I'm trying to look at? Uh, some ATS platforms out there, 
uh, how they order your resume, like how 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 further up the list uh, your resume is, could be dependent on the frequency of keywords mentioned on your resume. Now, a lot of people don't mention this, right? And by the way, folks, this is why I'm I'm in such uh, I wouldn't say such extreme disagreement, but I'm 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 in somewhat uh, disagreement with everyone saying, oh, stick to one page resumes. Uh, because frankly, it's not pra practical, right? And I'll tell you why it's not practical. Because there are, there are, I'm not sure which ATS platforms out there, but there are several ATS platforms out there where they categorize resume, like they, they, which um, you know, how early on in the search results your resume shows up uh, could be measured based on the frequency of keywords mentioned on your resume, right? Now, the problem with the one one page resume is, let's say you got a, a person A who has a one page resume, right? Senior level whatever, senior level IT professional, eight years of experience, one page resume. Then you got person number B, same senior senior level IT professional, eight, eight plus years of experience, but they don't have a one page resume. They have like a five page resume and, and it's more keyword rich. It, it's, it has certain keywords that the recruiter is putting in their search that's mentioned more frequently in person B's resume. Now what's gonna happen on the ATS is in some of the ATS systems out there is when the recruiter does a keyword search, person B's resume is gonna show up higher up in the search results, right? Because, simply because, the way the ATS has been coded and developed is uh, under the assumption that the more frequent a set of keywords is mentioned in a resume, the more the, the, the higher the probability that, that this person has the right uh, skills and key set, uh, key, uh, right skill sets the recruiter is looking for, and therefore they're gonna show up higher up in the search results. So this is, this is again, I, I, I know I'm kind of going on a tangent here, folks, but this is just some practical advice I'm telling you folks as to why you should not be obsessed with this whole one-page resume thing, all right? Uh, and, and hey, this is what I'm here for, folks, is to share with you the real deal, the real story about, about job searching. Uh, nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about how it most a lot of ATS systems out there, they will rank your resume based on frequency of keywords. And this is where the one-page resume uh, uh, buzz going on right now where so many people are like flipping out saying that you should only have one page resumes. This is where it falls, falls flat. It does not make, it does not have any practical value. Just like in the example I share with you right now, folks, right? Two, two, two individuals with the exact same or similar experience, but one person is going to show up higher up in the search results simply because of the frequency of keywords, because a longer resume has, has certain keywords mentioned repeatedly. And the ATS um, uh, considers that a more relevant profile simply because of the frequency of keywords mentioned, right? So anyway, uh, I know I'm kind of going on a tangent there, Gaurav, but hey, hopefully you get my point and, and thanks for tuning in. Hope, hope that answers your question. You, you gotta be practical folks, right? It's not just about what looks good and what sounds good. You gotta be practical in your job search. And that's what I'm here to uh, to help you folks out within your job search, right? So we got Shailesh in the house. Hey Shailesh, good to see, good to see you here. Thanks for, for tuning in. Uh, so Charlotte says, hey, Dean, very good morning to you. You have been doing awesome work. Keep it up. Kudos to you. I recommend everyone coming to the coming into the country to get connected with you. Well, I appreciate that, my friend. I really, really appreciate the, the positive feedback there. Uh, thanks so much. And hey, hope you hope you're doing great, Shalesh, and you're keeping well and you're well and safe and, and uh, all is good with you and your family. All right. I uh, really appreciate that feedback. Uh, we got my friend Yuvaraj in the house. Uh, Yuvaraj says, hi, Dean. Good morning. Hey, Yuvaraj. Good to have you here. Thanks so much for tuning in. We got also uh, Paul Oma in, Oma in the house. Uh, good to see you here, Paul. Uh, good morning to you as well. And uh, we got Gaurav. Uh, Gaurav says thanks as well. Hey, no worries, Gaurav. Hope that helps. All right. Looks like that's all the questions, folks. Uh, so um, if, if no one has any other questions, I'm going to wrap up the session. But again, just want to remind you, folks, remember, uh, if you're, you're going to be joining the TO Tech Career Fest this Thursday, uh, my session is at 2.50 p.m. 
So just make sure you uh, you sign up uh, if you are going to be attending. My session is uh, the entire career fair is from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern time zone. My session is at 2.50 p.m. And again, if you want to sign up, uh, um, let me put up the website address again. If you want to sign up uh, and register, uh, you can check out the TO Tech Career Fair website. It's totechcareerfair.com. All right. So if you're joining, hey, I, I you you over there if you're cover uh, sign up flitter and uh, you can check it out at dkglobaltalent.com all right so you can sign up sign up for my free free uh, job search strategies newsletter on my website dkglobaltalent.com hey, if you found the session helpful folks uh, always appreciate any likes and shares and I'm having a bit of a, some internet issues here, I think. So I'm going to sign off right now. So stay positive. Keep taking action, folks. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. And uh, <clears throat> hey, let's stay connected. And uh, if you're joining in the TO Tech Career Fair on Thursday, I'll see you then. All right. Everyone have a fantastic uh, day and uh, take care.